Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Well, how about this uh, headline? Could female urinals cut bathroom lines in half? How? There is a uh, new female urinal that is being tested. I'm just trying to picture how this works. We got to see. It looks is it like, somebody like using a male you're like bent over it's backwards? A, yeah, facing? here it is. Look at it. It looks like a funnel that sticks out of the wall, basically. Oh, you know what it looks like? It looks like uh, those seats on airplanes that they're thinking about. You know, I- implementing on short flights. It's like a bicycle seat. It's almost like a bicycle seat funnel that sticks out of the wall. Huh. I f- I figured it would look like a horse saddle or something. <laughs> Why? You throw a leg over top? I don't know. How is that? Just have a bunch of horse saddles in there. Giddy up. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a funnel. It's a funnel, and they think because that way the women can get in and out like the men. Yeah, quick. And you always go, if you go to the bar or you go to a concert, you always see the women's uh, bathroom line up way longer than the guys. Yeah. And you say, oh, thank God we're... Thank God we're guys, huh? Look at yeah. how quick we can get in and out of there. Well, now here's here's another thing that women are taking away from us, Jim. <laughs> Peeing fast. <laughs> so are women going to be okay with this? I'm sure like drunk ones would be, and sometimes they'll go in the guys' washroom and do whatever, but are women going to be comfortable? Like, That's a question for pre- women. I can't answer that. Because something's going to be hanging out. There's not... There's no privacy. You have to take your pants off all the way down to your ankles. Well, it depends what the business is, right? Because I've seen women like if it's if there's alcohol served there, I've seen women pee behind cars and stuff without having a problem. So a yeah. female urinal probably wouldn't be an issue. But peeing behind a car, nobody can see you. Ideally, well, the, there may be dividers. <laughs> like the guys, guys will have dividers between the urinals, right? Sure. Yeah. Hey, about the women's urinals. Yes. That totally makes sense. Nobody sits on seats anyway anymore. It's totally disgusting. Everybody just hovers, so makes complete sense. You'd be okay with just kind of squatting and having someone doing the same thing right next to you? Absolutely. Sparking up like, a convo? I see, but I could see if you're wearing a skirt, this working, or a dress. Something you can just pull up and get it, get it over with. But if you're wearing jeans and, you know, shoes that are, like, your, your shoes are you generally harder to take off, too. So you'd pull... Your, I'm just trying to figure out how it's going to work. Well, you know what? Whether you're in a stall or not, it doesn't really matter. Like, But a stall uh, at least has a bit of privacy, so your your butt isn't literally hanging out for everyone yeah, to see. I guess, but you know what? Everybody's butt looks the same, at least that's... No, they don't. That's the way... <laughs> some are good, some aren't. I don't... <laughs> well, from my standpoint, all it would do is just take away a piece of the hygiene that... Everybody's disgusted about anyone. Yeah, you're doing the hover no matter what. If you're but in then a you're also going to need toilet paper, uh, toilet paper rolls beside oh. the urinals as well for the ladies, right? Where are you going to throw those out? You can't flush them in the urinal. This has a lot of issues. Well, I didn't get quite that far in thinking about it. You're right, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. your standpoint, and that's what you're going to have to do if they start installing <laughs> these. Stand in point. <laughs> <laughs> Stand and hover. The uh, urinal system currently being tested in a number of establishments. No word on when it's going to go mainstream. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, 
Sports time, Dev. Let's talk football. Some interesting storylines coming out of the weekend. Yeah, there was a, I mean, there was an interesting story of New England because the Patriots lost to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, oh, yesterday, twenty three sixteen. It's the first time they've lost at home since two thousand seventeen. They had a string of like twenty one straight games where they've won at home. They've won, as we all know, like a million Super Bowls. Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever. Bill Belichick is the best coach ever. But because the Patriots have now lost two in a row, they were losing at the half. Uh, They've only scored 10 points in the first half of their past two games. There were boos as they walked off the field during (laughs) halftime against (laughs) the Chiefs yesterday. Their own fans were booing them yesterday. Like, What do you need to do to make those people happy? Two decades of dominance. They've made three straight Super Bowls. Couple games. Six. Tom Brady's got six rings. They're now ten and three on the year. They're they're hardly out of it. They're going to (laughs) win the AFC East again. Like Boston fans are among the worst in sports. They're just a bunch of spoiled little brats, and I just love it when they cry into their little boys. Yeah, and it was, uh, I did enjoy seeing, because there were some missed calls yesterday. The refs did miss some calls, and not in the Patriots' uh, favor. Uh, but that stuff happened. That's the first time I've seen uh, the refs screw up a call and it not benefit the Patriots, I think, in the past decade. It always goes their way. And just because something didn't go their way, I mean, the first, again, again, they're 10-3. and three. They're in a really strong, like, if they're out in the AFC Championship game, I'll be surprised. Yeah. So, like, guys, calm down and go back into the yard. And <laughs> You're only as good as your last game. You are. and uh, I guess so. Right? In this case, <laughs> the, Patriots uh, the Patriots are terrible, I guess. Well, maybe they would have tried harder and won if you guys cheered at the half. <laughs> maybe a try. they should acquire Odell Beckham Jr. because there he's was a story. He's shopping himself around? <laughs> there was a story over the weekend that he's been telling like opposing players. And, like when he like you know gets bumped into the sideline the other team, he's been telling the other team to like, acquire him because <laughs> he wants to get out of Cleveland. And so reporters asked him, do you want to be with uh, the Browns next year and he didn't fully answer the uh, question. Why? Does somebody want me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the story was, you know, Odell wants out of Cleveland and then he went on Twitter to say that they uh, misconstrued his words, but he didn't like completely answer the question. Like if you won't, if you just don't want to have this as a controversy at all, just it's say, yes or no. I want to be in Cleveland. End of story. And then there was another story over the weekend about uh, Big Mayfield speaking out because apparently Beckham's been playing with a sports hernia. So Mayfield criticized their own team doctors, saying it'd be handed, handled poorly. So this year for Cleveland, like if there's ever like fans who should be booing, it's the Browns <laughs> fans, it's not the Patriots fans. Yeah. This year has just been a complete mess for Cleveland. Not what everyone was expecting. Last week, we were talking about this uh, gallery down in Miami. Art Gallery had a display of uh, this precious artwork that was a banana. Yes, a banana from the grocery store, duct taped to the wall. There was three of them. Two of them already sold for $120,000 each. Uh, There was one banana with tape on it remaining. And on the weekend, I'm so glad this guy did this. Some guy went up. Ripped the banana off the wall and ate it. Art performance. Art performance. Hungry artist. Yep. We respect Mauricio, but it's art performance, hungry artist. 
150,000. <laughs> That's been good. So did he buy the banana, Jim, before he ate it? Do you know? No, no. He just, he is also an artist, this guy. He went up, took the duct tape off, ate the banana and said, I like this artist who made this, but uh, this is performance art and it's called The Hungry Artist. So what happened after so he ate stupid. it, the, the curator of the museum, apparently, they just got another banana and duct taped another banana to the wall. And apparently the only thing that is of any value is the placard that sits beside it. And the, the art piece with the banana duct tape is originally called The Comedian. So that's what the person is uh, so spending $150,000 on. certificate of authenticity is what's value, valuable? Because yeah. the banana is going to rot. Yeah. It's going to decompose. You can't just have that thing taped to your wall forever. It's going to get pretty gross pretty fast. Yeah. I think this is like participatory art where you have to just every week put another uh, banana on the wall <sighs> next to the placard. Makes me so angry. It makes me angry. We talked about this, Taz. I didn't know there was three of these. Yeah. He, got, he bought a bunch of bananas. What's that cost? Like four bucks? <laughs> bananas are the cheapest fruit you can buy. I get a bunch, like a bunch of bananas every uh, time I go to the the grocery store. It's like $1.70 for yeah. six of them. I've got some black ones that we have been in my freezer for <laughs> about two years. Wife keeps saying she's going to make banana bread, but I haven't seen it. So maybe I'll tape those to a wall here in London, see if I can make some money. <laughs> this guy walks up. It's probably, he's in on it. It's like this whole thing is a scam, man. It reminds me of that Banksy art where it shredded itself inside the picture frame where these things are set up to be a public, right? you know. How did they not know there was a shredder in that uh in that frame. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the auction house isn't going to inspect things before they put it on the auction block. It's just a... It's a scam to get rich people to part with their money. It's also a scam to launder money. Yeah, that's what they say is that uh, high art is actually an easy way to launder money. Because the, the, the value is completely arbitrary. It's yeah. like, here's a million dollars. Exactly. It's this art gallery wants to launder some money. You just say, go to the store, get some more bananas. We need to launder <laughs> $400,000 by Monday. Done. I, want, I want a list of the people who bought this, the people who spent $150,000 on the banana duct tape to the wall, I want their name on a list so when the purge does inevitably happen... They're first? They're number one, <laughs> two, and three. Because we don't need them. The irony is you go to purge them and you slip on a banana peel and <laughs> you're the one who dies. Ah, it was a home security system this whole time. <laughs> it was Macaulay Culkin who bought the banana. <laughs> Checking out the new Wonder Woman trailer that was released over the past 24 hours. Wonder Woman 1984, it's called. Hmm. I don't know if I can handle this. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Gal Gadot. Yeah. And I love 1984, the, uh, the year. <laughs> big fan of 1984. The book or just the year no, itself? The year. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. Like that, you know, the old, I'm seeing her in all those... Uh, those uh, 80s outfits. Leg warmers and aerobic tights. Oh, no, don't do it to me. Gal Gadot, don't do it. <laughs> Let's have a little listen. So um, Wonder Woman 1984 is the uh, movie. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> That's Kristen Wiig. She plays nice. a 
a villain in the movie. Listen to that soundtrack. How does it feel? Welcome to the future. Okay, this is what I love about this trailer. It does the thing that uh, that I think it's you have to do in every action movie trailer now. What's that? Where the guns shoot to the music. Oh, yeah. The world needs you. You know what you need to do. Machine guns? That was all the... Really, it's a... I wonder... Whoever started that trend was a genius. Yeah, The person who did it, I wish I knew what movie trailer was the first to have the guns shoot... To the music, yeah, in the background because it's I, I awesome. Know. It would sound good too with like uh, "We Will Rock You." It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984 is uh, in theaters this June. The trailer's out there now. This is just a new fad for movies to take place in the 80s, though. Like Bumblebee did, Stranger Things, Joker, yeah. all these like 80s throwback movies. 80s are so hot right now. Huh. Maybe the music is just easier to gunshot to <laughs> in the 80s. Like, We're making an action movie. Well, make sure the guns go to the music in the trailer. Okay. Say no more. <laughs> she's a rich girl, and she's gone too far. <laughs> We had our staff Christmas party on the weekend and uh, it was encouraged to wear ugly Christmas sweaters. This whole ugly Christmas sweater thing is getting a little out of hand, I feel. Yeah, are we done with the novelty? 15 years ago, you'd go to a Christmas... Uh, party and there might be one guy who'd wear a sweater and he'd be, oh look at Gary he's such a character wearing that funny sweater where did you get that thing it's it used to be my mom's yeah you know because you'd have to dig you'd have to go to Goodwill or you'd go somewhere to find a legit old sweater that people used to wear not ironically they actually wore them because they thought they looked good back in the day <laughs> uh, but now it's big business these ugly Christmas sweaters I went to the mall on the weekend. Uh, to try and get uh, a sweater for the party. And some of the, like, it's, they're over the top. Like, everything's got swear words on it now. And there's, like, snowmen with carrots in the wrong place to make uh, it look like genitalia. Yeah. And reindeer in different sexual positions. Yeah, like we had one of uh, one of our guys from our promotions department had two deers humping on his shirt yeah, at the party. Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah, the funny thing is, is how ugly and gaudy they are. You know, and you don't have to make a joke on top of that. Trying too hard. Yeah, it's trying too hard. They're like Halloween costumes now. The store I was in, they had uh, they're in like. You know, like Halloween costumes come in those plastic bags with the snaps on top? Yeah, yeah, like a Ziploc bag kind of thing. They're just being mass-produced now. They're churning them out. And at some point, you got to think, it's not going to be cool to wear these sweaters at Christmas time anymore. But yeah. who knows? What do we know? 
Maybe this is just the way the world works now. We're going to be wearing ugly Christmas sweaters every Christmas from now on out. Maybe. Uh, Walmart had a bit of an incident over the weekend. (laughs) They had to stop selling one of their ugly Christmas sweaters because it had Santa Claus on the uh, sweater with a bunch of... Well, they say it's snow. The shirt says, let it snow, and Santa's busted out some lines like he's going to snort some uh, lines of snow. (laughs) It looks like Santa's doing cocaine on this sweater. It's clearly Santa doing cocaine. Well, in the description, men's let it snow ugly Christmas sweater. We know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and the best snow comes straight from South America. The bad news (laughs) for jolly old St. Nick, he lives far away in the North Pole. That's why Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hand on some quality grade-A Colombian snow. He packs it in perfect lines on his coffee table and takes a big whiff to smell the high-quality aroma of the snow. It's exactly what he needs to get inspired for Christmas Eve. This men's let-it-snow ugly Christmas sweater captures the moment when Santa is finally ready to enjoy that sweet imported snow. It's also warm and comfy. You can <laughs> wear it any time the snow starts blowing this holiday season. Blowing. Men's Let It Snow Christmas Sweater, Ugly Sweater, Novelty Adult, Ugly Christmas Sweater, 30% wool, 70% polyester. Wait, wait, wait. 70% polyester? 70% polyester. Set in sleeves, crew neck, rib net, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, so people complained. People complained, and Walmart apologized. It was a uh, third-party company who was selling this sweater through the Walmart website. Uh, so... They didn't really uh, know what was going on until it was pointed out to them. God, I would love it if like my aunt didn't get it and she thought it was just snow. She was that naive and wore it to Christmas. <laughs> you should get it for her. <laughs> Here you go, Aunt Judy. This is interesting. A company is offering non-smoking employees six extra days off a year to make up for the cigarette breaks that they're missing out on. <laughs> Uh, that the other employees are enjoying on a regular basis. So this is a company in Japan, and they decided to put this uh, in place after someone put a suggestion in the suggestion box. Okay. They, they do read those, huh? <laughs> and the CEO of the company is like, yeah, it, uh, it makes sense. Resentment was growing between uh, the uh, the non-smoking employees watching the smokers go out and spend 15 minutes... Uh, a couple times a day, mm-hmm. smoking butts while the non-smokers were still upstairs working hard, and they thought this might be a good solution. Mm-hmm. What same, do you think? Same for vaping? Yeah, it would yeah. be vaping that would be the same, I'd assume. I guess, I guess it's good, but it, why not? I don't know. I mean, I don't smoke at work. Uh-huh. Good. I don't know if it's yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, well, I, I think, guess, I, think I guess it is good. I don't want to throw our, our producer Eric under the bus, but he used to smoke. Yeah, and he quit about a year, year and a half ago, and he sure is a lot easier to find now than he was then. Yeah, that's you, true. You'd walk over there and you, he'd be outside having a dart. And there's still some employees here that smoke. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. Sometimes you 
You go looking for them. They're not there. You know exactly where they are. Totally. I, maybe it is a good idea. It just reminds me of like the, I, the people I used to work with in construction smoking. They w- wouldn't stop working. They just keep smoking. Like the guy be troweling <laughs> cement with a dart in his mouth. Yeah, a little easier to do if you're in an yeah. outdoor situation. But it's it'd still be annoying. Like it's like this guy's having a good time because like it's kind of like a, a smoke break. It's like having a like a bag of chips and like snacking on a bag of chips when you're trying to work. I don't know. It just would bother me when people would smoke on the job site all the time because they are getting some sort of enjoyment out of uh, out of their day and you're getting none yeah it's like them putting in earbuds and listening to tunes or something and i don't get to join in what are you listening to <laughs> my old employer did something he uh, he offered all the people who did smoke in the office $500 if they would quit smoking mm-hmm. and i thought that was completely unfair i'm like well <laughs> Uh, if I start smoking today and I quit tomorrow, can I get $500? Hmm. No, you have to be a smoker. Well, it seems like you're rewarding their bad behavior. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Taz, I got a question for you. Where are these jobs where people can just up and take off for 10 minutes and have a smoke? Where I come from, they call those breaks. Yeah, I know. That's another thing an employer could do. Say you're fired if you keep going outside. I mean, like, why are they going, like, what, where, where can I find this kind of a job? I'm a smoker. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of job do you do? I I make pellets. I melt plastic into pellets. Yeah, okay. How many darts do you cram into a smoke break? One. Just one? Yeah. And how many smoke breaks do you take a day? Three. Three. Yeah. And you're, if, if your boss said... You can have an extra six days off a year if you quit smoking. Do you think you'd at least give it a try? I'd think about it, but I doubt it. Well, you don't have to quit smoking. You just quit smoking at work. Well, really? You know what I mean? Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, e- guys. Easier said than done, I guess. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one, guys. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.